Hello and welcome to Easy Operations episode 36. This is the show where we talk about video games, movies, TV shows, and occasionally some wrestling. My name is Ron. I'm joined this week by James. Yo, yo, yo. And back to the show is uh, Mondo. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm spelling, spelling. I'm spending quality time with my boys. <laughs> All right. Well, we're glad to have you back. Um, well, uh, what have you guys been up to? Uh, let's see. Uh, haven't really mentioned this, but a while, ba- a while back when I got the Xbox One X, I also got a ViewSonic 4K monitor. And uh, things are looking great graphic-wise, and visuals are amazing. So it is a monitor, so right now it's just uh, all the patches that I can actually play around with are the ones for 4K. Um, HDR, not so much. Well, um, do you notice the improvement on the, what's the word for their, like, responsiveness uh, of the controls uh, due to the uh, screen that you're using? What do you, what's the word, James, I'm looking for? Input lag. Input lag, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I love this so much, Um, especially when I'm playing uh, PvP on Destiny 2, which we love to talk about here on the podcast. Um, Good stuff. Uh, Also, when I'm playing Call of Duty, very responsive. Uh, But then again, it's always about, you know, who has the best reflexes. I'm I'm thinking I'm kind of like in the low tier. Uh, James is in the high tier, and you are like in between high and mid. So I'll be <laughs> lowest of the low here. <laughs> I'll probably have the low tier too. It's it's fine. <laughs> well, uh, I actually entered the 4K world myself uh, on Black Friday. They had a special on an LG OLED television, and I made the plunge not only on my credit card but into the world of 4K. And this is an OLED television. I got the uh, B7 model, which is like Probably the least uh, expensive of the OLEDs that you can get. I got a 65-inch model. Um, I, I love the way it looks. It is just super thin, probably the thinnest television I've ever seen, uh, except for those ones that you could like put like on the wall like as if it was wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I like it a lot. And so then I was like, all right, now I'm, I want to start testing games and stuff like that. And we'll talk about it a little bit more later. But... And one of the things that uh, you realize when you go into 4K is that if when you're connecting stuff via HDMI, if one thing is not ready for 4K, you know, it's going to mess up everything in the in the timeline or in the stream of things. So, for example, I had a Sony soundbar and this probably dated back to at least, uh, you know, 2010 or so. And it had been working great so far, but it doesn't work. Well, I try to, one of the things I read that you can do is, as a workaround is to connect it uh, with an optical cable. That has not worked for me so far. I'm going to try to ch- troubleshoot it, but I'm, you know, it's hard to find information on how to do that. So that's one of the things you got to keep in mind is if you want to go full 4K, have the full experience, you got to get a, a soundbar as well. Now, that being said, I think for my small uh, uh, apartment, the stock speakers of the TV sound pretty solid. Uh, but I still want to get something a little bit better. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about the stuff that I've been watching on the TV as we go along. Did you uh, watch any streaming stuff or anything to test that out? Okay, so this happened to coincide with the, <laughs> me getting the new TV, but it, my old uh, router broke on me and it was just giving me the absolute slowest speeds possible to the point where I couldn't even stream regular Netflix 
on my older TV. This happened before I got the new TV and it was just super pixelated. And so I have not gotten a chance to go on the full stream. I literally moments before we uh, set up to record here, I got my new router and it works great. I'm getting the speeds as uh, expected. So I'm going to upgrade to uh, Netflix 4K streaming, HDR. And then I actually bought uh, Planet Earth uh, on 4K Blu-ray, which I could talk about a little bit later. All right, well, let's get right into it. Um, Mondo, you went to the movie theater uh, this past weekend, and I, you got a chance to see Coco, as did I. You know, we don't have to do a full review because James talked about it last episode, but why don't we kind of give our quick impressions on what we thought the movie was to us? Um, I thought it was a bit of a uh, Frozen episode number two, but set in Mexico. No, just kidding. Um it was a great movie, man. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I went with my girlfriend and we both, uh, you know, got a little teary eyed towards the beginning, middle and end. I mean, uh, the overall plot, the overall flow was just right. Um, you really get invested in almost every character in this movie. And there's just so much to talk about. Like you said, uh, James did touch on that last week or two weeks ago. And um, just hands down, highly recommend this. Uh, you know, take the kids, take your girlfriend, you know, take someone because it's an amazing experience. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, it's funny. You mentioned uh, the little short, and I'm using air quote, movies that comes up beforehand. <laughs> and James, I'm glad you gave me the heads up on that because I had not, I had no idea that was uh, right in front of there in the movie. And uh, boy, uh, that is just uh, real terrible movie i had no basis for comparison i had never seen um frozen so i didn't know who these characters were on top of that it's just it's a super corny kids christmas sing-along show and man so you watch a little uh a tv special there yeah it really did seem like it was supposed to be a tv special to get you hyped up for the holidays but uh instead here we are in this movie and to me i'm i'm thinking very conspiracy theory but like I was thinking, you know, I bet you that this is a very ethnic movie and they didn't have faith that this could kind of stand alone on its own. And uh, they're going to bolster this with uh, some known characters to kind of do a little bit better and gain more widespread acceptance. I don't know. That's just my speculation. Uh, no, I possibility. The same way. I yeah. the same way. Now, it's all the white people in. <laughs> now, that being said, apparently they actually removed it and I missed it by a couple of days. It was supposed to start as of this week. Uh, Disney is removing it. There was a note to theaters. Now, they don't state the reason. I bet you it's because of this backlash because it's just getting all over there on social media in terms of people hating this uh, movie (laughs) in terms of how much it takes to get into the actual Coco movie, which is a great movie. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to give my quick impressions on that. Now, as for Coco itself, love this movie. Um, What I really like is how it just has a very authentic Latin cast and uh, there's no kind of like why are these, you know, actors of different races portraying Mexican characters or anything like that? It, it just was very, I really like that attention to detail on the authenticity of the casting. And uh, I, I was kind of curious to see what the Spanish version would look like. I didn't get a chance to do that, but... Uh, or sound like. Yeah, or sound like. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, but just love the visuals on it when they go into the uh, world of the dead. It's just, it's just amazing colors and... Visual. This would look great on a nice TV at home just to kind of see the colors pop. And uh, yeah, couldn't recommend it any highly. 
Yep. Yeah, man. A bunch of onions at the end of the theater. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. Now, I don't know if this falls in our movie or TV show. It's kind of in between. But basically, I mentioned uh, I had got Planet Earth 2 um, on 4K Blu-ray. This is the thing that you buy as apparently as your showpiece when you want to show off a 4K television. Um, because you don't have to worry about streaming. It's uncompressed and it is in the highest quality. And this movie, well, I should say TV show, I guess it aired on TV at some point. It was filmed in 4K uh, and HDR and uh, it looks beautiful. I've only seen one episode and uh, I mean, all it is is more of the same, right? If you like Planet Earth, you're going <laughs> to like this movie. You like the sequel? Hey, yeah, you're hey, going to like this movie. <laughs> What if, so how's what if, the gameplay uh, on that? Like Planet Earth, <laughs> like Planet Mars. <laughs> well, then uh, go somewhere else. Go go watch those Mars movies that came Damn, out. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Ron is kicking me out of Planet Earth. <laughs> um, but just it's just amazing um, how close they get to these animals and the types of shots that they capture, uh, and the footage is just amazing. And then on top of that, you add just the high quality. Uh, this is, I mean, this is just the highest definition I've seen in person, and it's a great way to sort of show off to people what you spent your good money for. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll report back when I see more episodes of it, uh, but it looks great so far. How's that, how's that plot? Uh, <laughs> hey, Ron, so if, uh, if you want to season. <laughs> how's the animals actors, bro? <laughs> well, Ron, in this episode... In this episode, TV with that, yeah, absolutely. Come on over, guys. You can you can definitely watch it. I I will definitely showcase this. But in this episode, I want to point out that there was some sloths, and he had seen a woman that he was interested in, and he was really (laughs) just, you know, hurrying up. He was trying to go as fast as he possibly could to catch up to this mate and uh, do his thing. (laughs) Sounds like a romantic comedy there. (laughs) It was kind of was thing. Yeah, do his thing. All right. So, (laughs) yeah, well, that was it for me on TV shows. I, you know, because I had my streaming issues or my router issues, I really couldn't watch too many TV shows. Um, Oh, actually, I take it back. In the limited quality that I could before my new TV came in, I actually watched the end of uh, Stranger Things. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but I really liked it. I honestly. Maybe this is just more recent memory, but I think I liked it more than the first season. I felt like it just was more. Wow, you totally reversed yourself from your initial impressions. Did I really? I think that was Mondo that said he liked the first season better. No, I um, said two was better than the first. Yeah, one no, well, you guys were you like, know, well, you know, tell us how you feel, Mondo, about season one. Like, okay, well, we'll calm down, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if that's the case, I don't remember. I got a terrible memory, but then I'm going we back. I, I'm doing a 180 on it. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I waive the right to change my mind about things. You did a backflip on Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, be interested to see how it goes. But uh, what about you guys? What have you been watching? Uh, speaking of Earth... <laughs> Agents of Shield just came back. Okay, who has that connected to Earth? <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna give you a. It, it's semi spoiler, not nah, not too much, but um, the season of Agents of Shield just came back, and what's kind of cool about this particular season is I consider it a, sort of a soft reboot of the whole series. Um, it's pretty much went full sci fi now. So get this: uh, now Agents of Shield takes place. In space. What? That's one. Yep. In space. 
uh, the Earth has been blown up. What? And, in, <laughs> and it's in the future. So oh, wow! <laughs> Is that what's so it's, happen it's a in pretty, the Avengers movie. It's a pretty cool, uh, a little mystery. Uh, so I'm assuming they did all this just to get away from uh, the movies having to be tied alongside with them. But it's been a cool. It's a cool little twist. Uh, kind of reminds me of Battlestar Galactica. Kind of you remember when the Cylons won and they fast forward and it was like uh, where they were like slaves to them. Um, yeah. So this is kind of similar. So they kind of uh, like wake up. Even the characters, didn't, they don't know how they got there uh, because in the prior season, they were kind of in this Matrix-like world where it was kind of similar to reality. But then in this one, they find out they're in space, they're in the future, and the world, Earth has exploded. And so basically, uh, what, I'm, what I'm getting at from the season is that they're trying to figure out what happened and how they got there. So uh, if you want a good jumping point without having to watch anything prior, maybe start with uh, this season, which is on Hulu. And then the first uh, episode is a two-hour special. Do, so. you, do you think that um, this is an allusion to Infinity War stuff? No, I think it's uh, – to be honest, I don't know. It's too vague right now. Yeah. But it's claiming to be way in the future. So it may be already past all the events of whatever happens in the movies. So, And they're not being on Earth, uh, although maybe they may run into uh, any of the cosmic heroes like Guardians or whatever. But I – Highly doubt it um, because they're saying it's so far in the future. Uh, but maybe give it a shot. You may like it's. Uh, you know, majority of the characters. I don't think there's any new characters that you aren't aware of. Since uh, from what I last recall, we left off with Ghost Rider. Um, yeah, that was the season that I left off on uh, at the second portion of that season, where there was a lot of things about uh, androids. Oh yeah, yeah. LMD, yes. something like that. But yeah. uh, uh, speaking of that, Ghost Rider came comes back and okay. he was pretty he was pretty good in that. Okay, but uh, that's the thing about the Hulu stuff is that the ABC stuff, I guess some of the other networks do it too, they don't keep the whole season. And so I kind of missed out on that window and so I wasn't able to finish up the season. But you got me extremely curious about this. Do you feel like I will be confused having not seen the stuff in the LMD season? No, because the characters are just as confused as you are. Okay. Because <laughs> they're like, what? How are we here? Uh, you still are aware. Uh, and since you've seen a majority of uh, the seasons prior, you're already aware of how the characters are. And there's not much new ones. You may be missing some characters that uh, you were there before, oh, but I just see. assume that they're gone. So okay. And you're starting over with this fresh uh, cast. But yeah, it's it seems like it's going full sci-fi now. So, uh, I you know, I, I know you appreciate sci-fi like I do. And... Um, yeah, because I don't. YouTube Mando. Uh, <laughs> well, just got there. Uh, but give it a shot. But uh, there's the only reason why it's kind of hard to recommend to you, Mando, is if you've never seen any of them. No, remember uh, I kind of gave all... up because I thought it was. I didn't believe the uh, you know the Asian woman as the ass kicking. Uh, right, body right. Like, so, but, I'm just but like, even I, I didn't like. But it. even then, there's like a ton of new characters. So like it, it's not necessarily the same cast that you did when you first started. Um, but that lady's still there, so I'm assuming you probably will not like it still. That girl's still there. So uh, I like her a lot, uh, Agent May. She's pretty good in the show. Um, but yeah, let's. I'm curious to see where it goes. Um, they may probably go into more Kree stuff, so now they're in space. But uh, it's a cool little re- uh, refresh or restart of the series, which I appreciate. Well, I think that, that they sort of had to do that because it seems like that show never delivered on the promise of okay we're going to be right behind where some of the superheroes were we're going to be cleaning up the mess or kind of investigating things they had tried to do that on some of the early seasons but it just they couldn't do it and i obviously i see why they don't have the budget and they just can't get the same actors and 
Right. Yeah. And then it got a lot better when they separated from that and did their own original stories. For example, the Ghost Rider stuff. Um, and it's nice that it looks like they got a clean, clean break this time. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely interested now. And who's watching Punisher here? Uh, that would be me with the uh, Earth still alive. Um, <laughs> everybody's been telling me like, oh, Mondo, it gets better after episode seven. You know, it gets crazy. I'm I'm waiting for something crazy to happen. Nothing. So maybe it's just me. I don't know if you get if people were talking about, you know, no spoilers or anything, but, you know, certain character developments or certain characters, you know, quote unquote, hooking up or potentially hooking up. I was like, well, I'm in it for the blood and guts. This is the Punisher. I'm not here for a love story. So uh, <laughs> after episode seven, I was like, OK, let me watch episode eight. OK, got somewhat violent. Not what I was expecting. Um, then, you know, I'll. I'm at episode nine and it looks like it's going to get hopefully a little bit ultra violent. But um, other than that, I feel like this Punisher, it's a lot about character building, which is really great. But I'm still I, I still want the uh, a lot of bloodshed. I, I'm looking for blood. I'm looking for crazy, you know, gun action, shotgun to the face, to the leg. You want, you want Punisher Warzone, right? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, that was a good movie. <laughs> Yeah, not, not, yeah, you'll get that in probably the last few episodes. Okay, all right. So, you know, I'm going to stick with it. Uh, hopefully finish that up by the uh, end of this week. And um, you know what? I will give Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. another chance. Got to see something, you know? That's all I got. James, have you watched Punisher? Oh, yeah, I finished it. And do you agree with Mondo that it's just kind of whatever? It, drag, it does drag in the middle, but it ends really well. All right. Okay. Uh, do you, are you guys feeling like you're getting fatigued from these Netflix Marvel shows? Uh, I think they just no, not really because they spaced them up pretty well, but they need to shorten the seasons. I think uh, they're telling a like seven episode plot is stretched out into thirteen majority of the time. Uh, I like it when it's kind of short, like Stranger Things, where it's like nine or eight at most. Yep, that definitely helps out a lot. <laughs> Although the first season of Daredevil was great the whole way, so can't complain about that. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you guys have been watching? That's it for me. Yep, that's it for me too. All right. Well, let's jump into our video game coverage. Um, I guess I'll start. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, James, I think you picked this up as well. Uh, this was, for me, the showpiece for my new TV as I could play this in HDR. This was enhanced by the Xbox One X. Um, it, it looks super crisp. The world looks beautiful. I feel like you typically see this in open world games, which is the main character is super detailed, and that's where you can see that level of detail. But some of the supporting characters, not so much, like uh, characters you get your quests from and things like that. Um, this, this game has been criticized by many people for the way you actually get into the game or the intro it's a bit uh it just kind of throws you into a battle and there's not a lot of character building until afterwards i wish it would have started with a moment when you kind of realize the stakes or, or what set this guy on his course um in terms of the storyline but i am a big fan of the assassin's Creed game so i'm liking this so far i'll tell you what i don't like is they drastically changed up the controls and uh, for me, you know, I guess some people wouldn't like this, but the Assassin's Creed games in terms of the control scheme was a like a comfort food for me. Like I knew exactly what the button was 
to do an assassination and to run up and down and you'd hold the triggers down. And they've completely changed that. So there's a bit of a learning curve. I suppose if you're new to the series, it's not a problem. You just are learning that from scratch. Also, in terms of the combat system, one of the things that it does is it really does force you to take a little more action in your attacks. And it does feel like some of these other games where you have to defend and things like that. Whereas in the past games, it was just you just countered and hit a button and you did cool stuff. And I like that. You know, it was just easier to do. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so you don't like when you have to think when you fight, no, it just, I, I want to, <laughs> the thing is that these game, these warriors or whatever, these assassins guys are highly, uh, skilled, you know, warriors, fighters, yeah. warriors, whatever. <laughs> and you don't feel that when you're kind of like, you know, stumbling through one guy at a time and trying to get the lock on system going. But in the old games, like you could really get a group of people and just tear through them. And you really did feel like you were unstoppable. And so, you know, maybe I'll learn it more as it goes. I'm still very early on, uh, but I have yet to see that. But um, I love the setting. It's in ancient Egypt. Uh, I have not gone into the first big city yet. I want to do like all the little side quests so far. Uh, Have you slid down any uh, pyramids? No, because you don't start out in a place of the pyramids. Uh, Um, You start out in this little small town, and the next town that I'm going to go to is Alexandria, and there's no pyramids in Alexandria. Mm. So is it Romans are there, or what? um, I believe there could be some Romans there. It's kind of like Egypt in the sort of later portion. So the pyramids have been built already. You have Cleopatra. So it has some of the Roman stuff in there. Um, I haven't encountered them yet. I'm still pretty early on. Uh, speaking of a show-off game for your TV, I, I wouldn't recommend Assassin's Creed. If you want the best-looking game this year, okay. you should definitely get the demo or at least Redbox uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, I heard about that. I do want to check that out. So that's something that's on my list for sure. What's the, Anything else you play? Uh, yeah, uh, Mondo and I, last night, uh, the Destiny 2 first expansion came out, uh, Curse of Osiris. Um. We didn't do much. It just adds a bunch of new weapons, uh, multiplayer maps, some strikes. Um, Mondo and I played a couple of the story missions. Um, I don't know that this is going to be a drastic change. Uh, Mondo, please correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, it just seems like this is giving you a little more content, and it really does give me a, a vibe of the first expansion for destiny one which was dark below and which it adds a bunch of things but it's not going to really drastically change the way you approach this game and uh so we we probably won't see those major changes until uh probably the next expansion i would say mondo what do you think no you're right or uh maybe until the next update that that comes out next week uh currently right now a lot of people are upset with those who did not buy the expansion pack um, most of these players, uh, and I'm going to say this loosely, uh, most of them are casuals and they feel like they're being left behind because there are a couple of public events, uh, strikes that are only available with this update or this DLC, so to speak. And some of them are being vocal. They're saying like, Hey, you know what? Even though I don't have the DLC, Am I still able to play the heroic strikes and all this? And apparently, you know, I'm going to say Activision because I'm not blaming Bungie on this one. 
I have seen the error of my ways, my friend. I can't blame Luke Skywalker Smith here. Um, it's Activision. They're pretty much forcing everybody's hand to get the DLC and say, hey, you want to catch up? You want to play with the big boys? You got to get this DLC. But didn't Bungie do that last year? Or yeah, last year? yeah they, to me, to me, they have a history that's already been shown, which is if you want to follow along with the, everyone else and what they're doing, you have to yeah. buy these expansion packs. So, right. so yeah. but it devalues the base game, though. Yes, it does. It does by a loss. So, you know, unfortunately, we have that issue again. You know, like James said, it, same thing happened in uh, Destiny 1. Um, but hopefully with next week's uh, update, like I mentioned, maybe they can, you know, improve certain uh, areas of quality of life with all the inventory going on. Uh, we did see some uh, when I went over to my vault, uh, most of my weapons that are repeat weapons are all kind of organized together so they're not scattered everywhere and you're you know you're dismantling the wrong item or what what have you so little slight improvements but yes uh little hiccups here and there not sure if we're gonna play destiny 2 the dlc after we beat the story mode because again um so far right now there isn't too much content to bring us back i was kind of surprised you guys didn't beat it i hear it's like two hours or something like that of story content. Uh, well, we were waiting for uh, Rooney, for Rooney so yeah. we didn't, and then uh, he was not available, and then it ended up being late. But I bet you by actually, I hit the new they raised the level cap by five <laughs> levels, and I hit that last night. So, uh, <laughs> um, you know, it, it does seem like a small change, and uh, we talked about it before. This game is something that I think I'm gonna be kind of like putting it down after I reach, you know the level cap and then coming back to it when new stuff is released. And I'm fine with that. I'm not, I really enjoyed the grind on the first one. You guys know that. And uh, <laughs> it's pretty much my life. It was like my, my, my cocaine, uh, so to speak, uh, uh, kids don't do drugs. Um, but yeah, um, it's a nice change, change of pace, you know, gives us time to play other games and that way we can review it to you guys on our amazing podcast. So that's always a positive. How's the the new the X upgrade? Man. Yes, a lot of, uh, criticisms with it though. Um, Let me hear that might have been for PS4 criticisms because they were having issues there. But uh, to me, it looks great. Um, to you know, I wasn't expecting it to be like sixty frames per second, but it looks super crisp. Um, the graphics look nice. I mean, I don't know what 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 particularly were they having an issue with. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were saying that you couldn't adjust HDR. There's no setting to. It's just whatever they give you. Yeah. You yeah. Things or make things look worse. Okay, I don't know that it washed stuff out in my experience, but that's kind of a problem of a lot of the the upgrades for uh, Xbox One X. Is that uh, you know Tomb Raider set the bar really high with all those adjustable settings, and it depends on the devs, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and so in the stuff I've seen so far, it just kicks into HDR mode, and that's it. Well, yeah. Since I have a four. So, majority of the time, you should be able to adjust to that because you need to ch- uh, make sure you select a peak br- uh, white level uh, for HDR. Oh, I didn't notice. Injustice had something like that. Yeah, uh, Justice. I think yeah. uh, Gears, the Forza games, a lot of games that the devs put a lot of work into the upgrades. It's there, but um, that seems to be an issue. They'll probably update eventually with that because not everyone's TV is the same. Yeah, and uh, I'm certainly still learning some of the settings on mine as well but uh yeah no no settings to be found for hdr and, uh, 
another thing I, they mentioned, Curtis, I don't know if it's uh, for both or, or a specific uh, system, but they're saying it's just a resolution upgrade. They didn't uh, provide any 4K assets. Um, and then uh, so that's why the update was so small. I wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> I don't know how to spot that difference. <laughs> well, the HD well, was, I believe, runs on all platforms, but the worst the worst uh, console that got the hit of that was uh, the PS4 because it, it, it wouldn't start your game. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. If it doesn't start at all. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully they fix that. And uh, for the 4K resolution, I mean, I'm playing on a 4K monitor, so it's either 4K or bust. Um, I did see slight improvements. But like you said, I think it's just a resolution upgrade. Uh, they're not going all out, especially if it's on the uh, Xbox One X. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't do much other than no, the 4K. Yeah, because the, the, the update was about, I believe, if I read this correctly, um, I forgot which. Like six gigs. Yeah, it was six gigs versus uh, 66 for the PS4. So, you know, oh, wow. I was just like, well, what is six gigs going to do for me? <laughs> well, you got to keep in mind that when you do updates on PS4, it actually, you have to double the size of the game. It, that's just sort of the way it installs it. So you're reinstalling the game plus the update. So that may be it there. Yeah, maybe they'll eventually uh, reveal it so it can look better. Um, but as of right now, it's just a resolution bump yeah. from what I hear. Mm-hmm. It looks good. Well, it looks good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> well, yeah, if the game looks good already, it's going to be harder to notice the difference. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, what else you guys been playing? Uh, I didn't play much this week. All I did was uh, try out the UFC 3 beta. It's also a Xbox One enhanced game. And uh, it looks great. It plays the same, which is also great, but uh, too much to a fault where I didn't notice a single difference <laughs> uh, <laughs> from the first game or from the last game whatsoever. Uh, which came out two years ago, other than the graphics improvement. But still, same solid uh, fighting mechanic. I am imagine since it's EA, it's going to be loaded with microtransactions. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, but other than that, if same good, solid gameplay, uh, probably with the detriment of the microtransactions. But I don't think it's a too different from Part 2, if at all. This kind of sounds like the uh, WWE games is basically the same game every year. Uh, but this is not a yearly game. This one comes like every two years yeah. or so, oh, or so okay. something like that. But this one like totally didn't seem uh, that different. I mean, the animations are a little better in terms of responding to getting hit or the knockouts. But uh, I don't see any like upgrades other than the animation. Is this beta still available for people to download? I don't know. I couldn't play it uh, yesterday. Uh, so I'm assuming it's no longer an open beta. Okay. Well, guys, uh, I started on a couple of games. I was hoping to get Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, but for those who listen to us closely, you guys know um, we're based here in California. And unfortunately, due to the fires that we're experiencing, uh, my Xenoblade Chronicles 2 copy is somewhere in Silmar. Hopefully it didn't get burned. <laughs> so, oh, wow. um, you know what? Uh, you know, just best wishes to all those in the affected areas because I'm pretty much about a mile and a half away from the fire because it's coming down really, really close. Uh, but enough about that. Uh, I did start on Forza 7, which looks hands down amazing. Uh, the details of the 4K, awesome. Um, yeah, I'd imagine that's another good show-off oh, yeah. game. Car games generally look good. The water effects, the <clears throat> ongoing uh, weather. Oh, my God. The sunsets, beautiful. Gameplay... It's just as good as the rest. 
this is just very, very visually stunning to your eyes. Um, I actually kept crashing because I'm like, man, this thing looks so good. <laughs> I wish I was recording that because it, it was just it was just funny. I was just bumping into cars. And um, so far, the story mode is pretty cool. Um, you do three events. Uh, I'm not too familiar with the uh, racing courses, um, but it doesn't matter where you place. You just continue until you unlock uh, all the Forza Cup series, which is like, you know, your, uh, I believe, like, specialized cars or a class b class c class so that's pretty cool but from the first three races really really intense i liked it i ended up you know coming in the top three i didn't win one of course um looking to play this game a little bit more often because it, it looks great putting that out there again and again uh control wise pretty much the same you know right trigger your gas left trigger your brake and of course, you have your assist. You can have them on, turn them off. But me, I like to have the assist because I'm not, I'm not a good driver. I have to put it out. Even there. Uh, auto braking. Even auto braking. I, I took that off though because uh, at one point I, I wanted to overtake a car. You know, the game just hits the brakes for you. I was like, <laughs> great. Uh, I like that that feature is there though. So if you wanted to make it like an arcade game where it'll kind of guide you in terms of racing competitive, you can leave it on. Or if you want to go full on sim. You could do that as well. Oh, yeah. And remember what happened the last time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway. I don't know. You somehow managed to make a Dodge Viper flip board. Yep. <laughs> that was the funniest <laughs> thing. But yeah, you know what? <laughs> Highly recommend this. This is a great game. Uh, if you have a 4K TV like Ron and anybody else out there, pick this up. You're going to notice the difference. You're going to see the visual enhancements in this game. Another game I started, guys, uh, but you guys already played it, I, I believe. Uh, James, Mario Odyssey blown away um when i have downtime at work guys i'm not playing while i'm at work but when i have downtime turn on the switch play mario odyssey very addictive like like you guys like you yeah. said man it's just this formula it's just man it's just it's just so <laughs> definitely addictive. one of the top games this year in my opinion definitely uh, i like the little story you know bowser's trying to marry uh the princess peach and you're trying to stop the wedding you know you're like a wedding crasher so to speak uh, it's not too difficult. Uh, I only find it difficult when I'm in this one area where it was like you're uh, in your poncho and Mexican hat and you have to ride this uh, this Sphinx. I can't really control oh, him. Yeah. So I'm I'm like falling over. <laughs> he, goes really yeah, he goes really, really fast. So I'm not, you know, I like, you know, I like my games to be nice and slow and steady. That's why I'm a horrible driver in Forza 7. So it's is there just to, uh, so you can get around a little quicker if you wanted to. It's kind of like a car in GTA that's fixed. Oh, okay. So uh, like I said, yeah. I just started off. So I'm kind of just learning what to do here. Um, and yeah, I started the Fractured Butthole on the Xbox One X as well. It's a funny game. I only did 20 minutes, so I really can't say much about it. But just uh, overall, the dialogue, the script is just, you know, if you love South Park, you're going to love the game. I only did one battle, so it's more or less the same thing as the Stick of Truth. And if you play the Stick of Truth, highly recommend that as well. So there you go. I also took the SNES Mini for a spin, guys. That thing is small. It's very small. And then two, the... How'd you get one? I, I didn't get one, my friend. Walter at work, we oh, I was we, like, uh, man, you like camped out in front of Target or what? <laughs> like, you didn't tell me by me. <laughs> I know, but yeah, uh, my friend Walter at work brought his uh SNES. I took my laptop, I hooked it up to the uh, Elgato, and we were, you know, I was pretty much playing on the uh, laptop here. And 
dude, it's a lot of fun. I, I miss playing all these old games. And then I just started to think when I was playing Donkey Kong, Star Fox, I kept dying a lot. And then in my head, I'm like, I beat these games when I was a kid. How come I can't do that as an adult? So to be fair, those old games are pretty hard, especially like I want to say Donkey. Well, Donkey Kong, yeah, was pretty hard, but like the Nintendo games, those games were like pretty much impossible. Some of them, yeah, Mega uh, Man like, X. Example, I was like, Contra. I love that series, and and I, I'm just dying left and right. Well, I'll tell you exactly what it is: is that we would get games far less frequent, and this would be something that you could dedicate months mm-hmm. to, and you would memorize it, and it would be the only thing you'd have. Yeah, and yeah. for the people complaining that you know Cuphead is too hard, a eh, go pick up the SNES Mini. You know, and play some of these games, you know? Damn. <laughs> See what yeah. true hard, hard gameplay is. <laughs> but yeah, that, that that was my whole week, guys. Uh, been playing a lot of games here and there. And you know what? I really got to finish these. I, I don't want to be one of those guys like, oh, you know, let me play for like a few hours and then just put it away. I, I need to finish these games big time. Yeah. Got, what, 20 days in the year. Well, yeah. you know, we have our list uh, of games. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been updating it, but I think this would be kind of interesting. Maybe we can do this as an end of the year yeah. show in terms of talking about the games that uh, we actually passed this year. Sounds yeah. Good. yeah. Definitely. All right. We'll do that. So stay tuned for that. All right. Well, let's get into some news of the week. Um, who wants to start out? with uh, Overwatch news. All right, so here we go, guys. Uh, Esports, Overwatch League is beginning. And with that in mind, if you're a big fan of Overwatch and you get and you like seeing other people play the game, you can buy their merch. They actually have teams. So if you're in the Boston area, you can support them. There's 12 teams in total. Just to name a few, you know, we have two Los Angeles teams, of course, Go LA. You know, you got London, Shanghai, San Francisco, just to name a few. Some of these uh, jerseys, Esport jerseys look pretty cool. I, I like the overall look to them. The colors are vibrant. Um, I'm actually eyeing the Houston Outlaws because that, that looks pretty intense. I, I like how they look. Not supporting LA, bro. I know. Yeah, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> All right. I'm looking at these things. They're, yeah, some of these are cool, like designs, but like, what yeah. is this? Like, but esports are not <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, money. Los Angeles Valiant. Like, okay. It well, looks like Hot cool, Girl or something. Cool. Oh, the What's well, cool specifically cool. with Overwatch League is this oh, first esport league that's uh, replicating a sp- actual sports format yep. where there's a teams based on regions and you have to be from that region to represent Los Angeles, whatever uh, Gladiators or the Valiant or from New York, and they're owned by actual team owners, so they have like a salary uh, uh, cap and all that stuff, and it's a legitimate sport style of uh, e- e- esport compared to the other ones where it's just bunch of random teams with random players that no one knows of uh this one you are pretty much locked into your team based on your region so it's a cool idea that looks like a lot of people are backing i believe um what's that dude's name from uh boston or from the patriots he owns one of these teams oh uh, robert uh, craft robert, robert craft yeah also, i think he uh, owns the, the jerry jones has a stake in uh, oh yeah yeah jerry jones does he own the I, houston I think one it's or that was fuel i believe that was fuel oh, yeah that's right i forgot about that uh but yeah so it seems to take uh this esports possibly to a more legitimate standard in this kind of format and i i kind of like it yeah. it's kind of nice so that you can actually have a like, you know, this merchandise where if you actually do like the team, you can actually yeah. buy merchandise <laughs> rather than, like, who are these people on these esports? Like, Dr. Fungus jersey, I don't know. Because they're all, like, advertisements on their jerseys, like, with, like, I don't know, Razor and 
I don't know, all this stuff on them. So that, that they look kind of wacky, but these at least look pretty all right. Well, the 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 jerseys look cool, and the and I love kind of like sports themes and and all the little designs of it. But I have zero interest in this, guys. I am not going to watch one thing, probably because I don't like Overwatch. But <laughs> to you're going to watch people be playing a video game. I guess we did that for uh, the Evil Fighting Tournament. Yeah, right? but it's the same I mean, thing. It's the yeah. same thing, though. But I'm glad that they're doing that because there is a strong community for. It each and every video game out there. I mean, people like line up to go see Injustice and they've been having regional tournaments uh, throughout the United States. Uh, You see people in Korea, you know, going crazy over Dota 2. And they actually sold out the Staples Center when they had the, I believe it was the Dota 2 finals. And people were Mm -hmm. surprised. They were like, Dota was like the biggest thing. Yeah, it's, it's catching on. And I'm glad to see that, you know, video games is, you know, it's, 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 it's moving up there. It's becoming very competitive and it's really a sport. Cause yeah. you know, you take, you take, you know, NASCAR, people go, Oh, well, that's not a sport. The guys are sitting down. Well, you know, they're controlling that car. You know, it, it takes a lot of, a lot of grit and determination, concentration, focus, and reflex. Same thing as you yeah. do in a video game. You got to have that focus. You got to have that mindset. So, and reflexes. So, you know what? It's a sport. Yeah. Okay. Good, good defense for it. I like it. <laughs> A good defense okay. is the best offense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and I guess uh, there's going to be a new character for Injustice. Boy, they're really uh, shooting out these characters uh, as soon as they possibly can. Uh, now it's the Adam. Um, this is the guy that was played by... Uh, by Superman. By Superman. Brandon <laughs> Routh. Brandon Routh. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mondo, you you interested in this? Oh yeah, and uh, correction, I believe we do have to buy the fighter pack three. I don't think it's included with our uh, ultimate pack. Uh, so we wait, only got I fighter pack got, one and two. Yeah. Wait, but didn't you guys get Hellboy? Isn't he part of fighter pack no, three? I got Hellboy. He's fighter pack two. He's the last one. Uh, so Adam is uh, one three. of the characters. Oh yeah, so it's Adam and the Ninja Turtles uh, and Enchantress. Enchantress. Uh, yep. Oh, okay. Well, they got me at Ninja Turtles, so yeah. I'm probably going <laughs> to this. Right? <laughs> Even though I barely play this you gotta, game. But... You got to help them pay for the license, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I will say this sort of lends to the, the fact that you, when you buy these fighting games now, you have to get the expensive edition because imagine, like I so far I have yet to pay for one of these extra characters and I've gotten like a number of characters. So they are delivering on that front, but you don't get a complete game anymore, guys. No, you don't. And that's unfortunate. Um has there any? Has there been a fighting game that's been complete? Like, well, um, um okay. What about that King of Fighters one? That, that, that was King of Fighters. It was. That, yeah. that, well, that already had like six fifty yeah. characters. So it, <laughs> whether you get uh, optional characters, you already feel content with the amount of people you had in there. So yeah. So like you know, you you mentioned before the podcast that uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite was uh, on sale, but for the base game, and it's like, no, I don't want to mess around with that. I want the, and especially because the DLC characters look cool. Like they got Winter Soldier, Venom, uh, Black Widow. I don't know about that. It looks man. cool. It's just... So now it's like, at, well, I mean, technically it's on sale, yeah. quote unquote, at regular pi- price, but you get the ultimate, whatever the ultimate edition is that includes the uh, all the extra characters moving yeah, forward. So. I guess that's a sale, kind of like how you got Injustice. Yeah, right? I got Injustice for sixty bucks, but it was the hundred dollar edition, so I felt right. good about that. Yeah, that's a steal right there. All right, but you didn't get Dark Side. You no, because that was a pre order. <laughs> they still got me on that, man. Doesn't sound doesn't sound very ultimate to me. I know, right? 
<laughs> Ultimate Screwjob. And, and it didn't have everyone's uh, alternate skin as well. Oh, see, there you go. Oh, you had to buy those two? It, it was only included like two of them. Oh, we, we well. got them all, right, James? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You guys pay for the skins or what? I don't know. I think it, it came, came with it. it. With the pre-order. Yeah. Are you saying all the skins? Yeah. The John wow. Stewart, the Reverse Flash, Supergirl, Mister Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. yeah, I don't have. I don't have most of those. Well, well yeah, no, not Ultimate. <laughs> 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 you can still get yep. turtles. Yeah, I gotta pay for that, but that's fine. I'll give these guys some money. This has been a good. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, apparently there's going to be an update for Assassin's Creed uh, Origins in which they're going to be adding a higher difficulty mode, which I will never try. Just do it once. Just do it once. Just do it once, maybe. (laughs) Um, And then a horde mode, which is kind of interesting. I think, James, you might be interested in that. Uh, That being said, if you you like the battle system, then you'll like the horde mode. So it kind of has to go hand in hand with that. And uh, lastly, a Chocobo, because they had done a partnership with uh, Square Enix um, for Final Fantasy XV, in which that game, you could dress up as one of the assassins. As That's Alpha. such a weird... Uh, it was really weird. Weird, <laughs> weird partnership there. Only now, because you can, you can order your camel as a, a mount in Assassin's Creed, only now it'll be a Chocobo. So I'm, I'm, Instead of a camel? Yeah, I'm in on that. Is that a free update? I think so. Let me double check. But I mean, he's um, already connected in the Tekken universe too, because apparently Noctis knows a lot. Oh, that's right. This guy who passed this game. I know one of you, both of you guys <laughs> bought this uh, game. Yeah, I'm actually actually restarted just now because I heard that oh, uh, it got updated for the X patch. Oh. Uh, so uh, this is one of the cool devs that offered options. So you can either do uh, 4K um uh 4k at 30 or uh a slightly lesser resolution um not necessarily 4k but somewhere in between um with 60 frames per second and i bumped it down to 60 and i'm enjoying it a lot more um the battle system uh while shallow and very flashy it it's a little too hectic and at least with the higher frame rate it's a little bit more manageable of uh, of the flow. So it might get me back to actually finishing the game. Still not a fan of the battle system, but the game looks a lot better uh, compared to how it was, uh, you know, base Xbox. So it's giving me another appreciation for the game itself. Hey, hopefully it doesn't Is there a difficulty for me this time around? Is there yeah, there's, a, there, there's an easy. I think there's an easy. I, I mm. honestly am not sure, but it's not hard. It's just that... I don't like the game, the battle system, yeah. and you have to do a lot of it. Uh, but that's me. Uh, you may like it because I, I guess you like mashy type games. It's it's you really put much effort into it, pretty much. Kind of like the opposite of Assassin's Creed. You just can just mash the attack button and it'll just strike until they're done. No timing required. Um, yeah, no timing required. You just you just mash, mash, mash until yeah. they die. Oh. Uh, and uh, it's very flashy while because it's like it feels like auto combat where. You just uh, do multiple moves, and on the fourth strike, he does like a flashy, like teleport one, uh, and all that. But yeah, I think you may enjoy it. It's got good reviews for a reason. Um, me personally, just that's my main gripe with it that's holding me back. But maybe you might like it, and it has a uh, uh, X, X enhancement, so it's gonna look good on your TV. Maybe because I got a bunch of stuff stacking up on my wish list here, so we'll see. Yeah. All right. Um... James, how about you? Any news that you want to talk about? 
for me, my big news, uh, maybe you guys can put some input to it, is uh, I the rumor going around, or actually it's been going on for quite a while, but now it seems to get uh, be a little concrete, is that Disney's going to be buying a large portion of uh, Fox, supposedly for $60 billion. Um, what I mean with majority is, is pretty much the most important things to us specifically, is that they are uh, taking over the movies uh, division. So that includes the... Uh, X-Men universe uh, and Fantastic Four or any remaining Marvel property that uh, Fox has ho- uh, hold on, including Deadpool and um, and also they're taking majority share of Hulu. So I'm not sure they're going to convert Hulu to that Disney streaming network or whatever it's going to be. But um, that's one of the deals that's being part of this uh, takeover. But for me, more importantly, is the uh, fact that uh, X-Men and Fantastic Four may finally be part of the MCU universe and Marvel can do them right. Although X-Men has been pretty good in most mm. majority of the movies, not all of them. Um, uh, it's nice to uh, have them back in the hands of Marvel. And, you know, I would love to see them go all out, you know, putting them in the actual colorful costumes, not, you know, the black leather that's been forever. Uh, it would be nice to see their take on it and then to also integrate them with the other uh, uh, Marvel Universe characters, uh, such as the Avengers. So, and, and to me, like, Fantastic Four, in my opinion, has the best villains for Avengers uh, quality, um, you know, threats. So, uh, uh, not necessarily Doctor Doom, but more Galactus, any, any of the cosmic, uh, possibly Kang, the Conqueror. Uh, they feel more Avengers-esque villains uh, that can work after Thanos. Because if you think about it, after Thanos, if they didn't have the Fox properties... Who would really be the main villain that they can fight that's up to Thanos' level or on par with them? I can't really think of one on top of my head uh, that Marvel owns uh, for the movie rights. But it would be nice to have that property uh, integrated. And I would like them to have a, make a legit good Fantastic Four movie. I like Fantastic Four quite a lot, especially Reed Richards' character, uh, who's very important to a lot of these you know, these comic books. Uh, they can possibly do... Um, Avengers versus X Men. They can do uh, Civil War two now. Uh, a lot of things that includes the mutants. So, uh, what do you guys think? Good times, exciting times. Like you said, uh, opens up the floodgates for a lot of possibilities. Um, which is funny because if you listen to what people have to say on the radio or, unfortunately, on the news, uh, they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, um, they're buying the Fantastic Four. Well, it's like, um, hello, they don't own the rights to, you know, like you said, X Men or Deadpool yet." Um, I guess, you know, the story or the information that they're getting is a, it's a little bit obscure. But um, from what I was hearing on the on the radio, a little bit more uh, frequent on the uh, information gathering there and more reliable is that, yeah, uh, this is something that is close to being done. And yeah, man, I cannot wait to see a well put together Fantastic Four movie. Hopefully we get to see the Doctor Doom we're all accustomed to seeing and not some weird uh, alteration of that character. Any of them. Yeah, they, 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 like, like, what the heck did they do? You know? like, blame Fox. Uh, but... <laughs> I'm kind of sad that um, Hugh Jackman's like done yeah, with the character. Would... It would have been nice to have his uh, Wolverine be part of uh, the Avengers or something like that. But do you think that maybe they get because shot? Disney is going to own it if this does go through – that we won't see these R-rated movies anymore, like a Deadpool or like a. No, still be there because they 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 would still like for example the Netflix sh- series are definitely rated R, 
and that's a Marvel property. I would still imagine for like individual characters as specifically Deadpool, his movies will probably be rated R still, but if he was to be combined with Avengers or uh, uh, mixed in between them, it would definitely be PG-13. It wouldn't be rated yeah, be R. Because that's how it is in the comics. In the comics, a uh, majority of unless it's that Deadpool versus uh, uh, the Marvel mm-hmm. things or whatever, whenever he cameos in other people's comics, he's not like as vulgar or as violent as his own solo comics. So oh, I would imagine okay. it's treated the same way. And is this just for the Marvel properties or is it all of Fox? I think uh, all the Fox movie studios. So that includes any of them too, but it just the the big name of it, which is the big uh, which caught was why so expensive is the Marvel properties, because um, like back when Marvel sold them all these things, they bought them for so cheap in that fire sale that it's been nothing for profit for them, especially X Men, which made probably billions of profit. I think they they bought the X Men rights like literally in the hundred thousands, not in the millions, wow. in the hundred thousands back in the nineties. So literally, they've been making like. Like one movie, which if they make well, like a uh, 500 mil, that's like already profit way more than ever. That's why I was actually surprised if they, they will actually would sell them because they make so much money off that property, um, the return uh, on interest. So uh, it would be nice. I, I, I do believe th- their main reason for, bu- for buying Fox is for the Marvel property, because I honestly think they don't know what to do after Avengers 4, because a lot of the... They're saying that a lot of the original cast is no longer coming back or I don't know what's going to happen to them, but they're not going to be there anymore. So, you know, uh, Cap, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, uh, the contracts are probably expiring. They probably can't afford them. One or the other. They need more characters to uh, be in the forefront that at least will make their uh, make their loss a little less painful. And also in terms of story, I mean, I still can't think of another Marvel villain outside of Thanos that's worthy of Avengers after Thanos. I can see good stories. Like, I can see him do Secret Invasion with the Kree. I'm sorry, with the Skrulls. That would be cool because it doesn't require, like, a major bad guy, world-ending thing. Um, But I'm not sure. I think they're keeping, like, big, big threats for these Avenger movies. You guys know who Fing Feng Foom is? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be the dragon? (laughs) Big old dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I guess. guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the first thing that popped into my head. But, um, you know, one thing that also would be, I think, available is, um, as I understand it, Fox owns the ability to put out on video the original uh, Star Wars movies. Oh, there you go. Yeah, good. so that's Lucas probably a big one. Yeah, so like, good. that's good. why I've not seen like a 4K release or a release of the original versions or anything like that is because you're, Fox. You mean the, I know you're really excited for the prequels. Yeah, give me <laughs> my prequels. 4K, 4K prequels. In 4K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I could see those fake sets and the green screen. <laughs> <laughs> and the amazing acting and, and all its detail, 4K detail. <laughs> But, uh, that's right i didn't think about that that's pretty good yeah. uh i'm all uh my mindset all on marvel i didn't think about the star wars the old star wars property that yep. they have so good point you mm-hmm. think they would do a or like a like a original original versions of that like they would d special edition i mean i i can't speak to how much work it takes to get there but it's money on the table for them they just need yeah. to grab it true that um, true yeah that so, and, yeah, just, I'm on this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say just and 
you have a new format which is 4K to do it in, or even Blu-rays or just streaming, and people mm. would jump on that. That is true. Money for them, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm on the side of I'm okay with them buying them out. So I know there's a monopoly with that. I don't know. There could be a repercussions in terms of the other movies that comes out, but I am for it. Well, and if they're truly buying all of Fox, or you said it was just a movie, I was going to say, then the we get into this movie and television. Like, okay, because then it's ESPN and then Fox right. Sports, and then it's just going to be one giant network. That could be <laughs> Mickey Mouse runs think, yeah. the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah so we'll see but uh, you know like you mentioned it's probably intention is to get those characters yep okay well anything else you guys want to mention uh that's it for me oh the game awards is tomorrow what do you guys think of that <laughs> i mean it's just a glorified uh thing to watch trailers man yeah. you know like they, I know that uh, they have their heart in the right place, but they have to make concessions for this thing to make money. And so, like, you have, like, the Gillette. Remember that from last year? <laughs> yeah, the Gillette the, the DJ Gillette or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, we'll see if it's good. But it's been getting better, but it'll be interesting to watch for the trailers. Do you find their nominations uh, pretty pretty fair? It's fine. I don't really care enough about stuff getting an award or not, you know. Yeah. So it, it's all it's just entertainment. I'm not gonna get heated up about what's game of the year. And but it should that. go to Destiny yeah, too, right? There f- no. <laughs> no. Wow, <laughs> this is a uh, totally out of character for you, Ron. <laughs> You're supposed to be in it for life. What happened? Well, but, let me uh, see. Uh, did I I put in a ton of hours? Did, did Horizon Zero Dawn come out this year? Yes. yes. Yeah. So that I put. A ton of hours into that. Zelda Breath of the Wild, I really enjoyed. So, you know, I mean, Destiny 2 is great, but it has its issues. True that. And uh, what's more exciting, anyways, is the game announcements or whatever trailer they show. Yeah. So, hopefully, something cool announced. A pretty gar- it's guaranteed another Death Stranding trailer because uh, Kojima and Jeff Keighley are boys, BFFs or something like that. Uh, so hopefully maybe they'll play some act, uh, play some actual gameplay. I'm kind of, I'm still curious about that. Kojima is a little uh, a little overindulgent this into never himself. coming out. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> so never coming out. it's gonna be like <laughs> so we'll get a little we're getting a little a uh, uh, little uh, little crumbs here and there every year. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. It has uh, Benicio del Toro and uh, that guy from. Uh, Hannibal and yeah. Norman Reedus, Mads so Mickelson or something. But yeah, without uh, like anyone telling him what to do, it's gonna. I don't know. It's, it might go a little too crazy. I don't know about Kojima, man. He's not a good storyteller, but his gameplay mechanics are great. Well, so. I appreciate the kind of effort that he makes to tell these stories. You know, he really sets the bar <laughs> high you, for you himself. Appreciate what he, every every thirty seconds is like directed by Dale Kojima. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every episode or whatever they did for for Solid Five, yeah. Um, and what actually? Well, let me last uh, news I want to discuss with you guys. What do you guys think of uh, that? Um, that is moving forward. That Quentin Tarantino and J.J. Abrams are working together to do oh, the next Star yes. Trek. Um, I'm in. Is that confirmed? Uh, it looks like it. Well, I'm in 100%. I mean, even if it wasn't those guys and it was just a new Star Trek movie, I'd be in. So uh, this makes it even better. So yeah. I don't know how they will do together. I don't – maybe one's they a producer. They worked together before. That's what people forget. I don't know if you ever watched that Alias show. Yeah. Um, 
But remember, he had a full episode, and he was even in that episode where they took over the Alias building, and that oh, was like the man. best episode of that first season, or I think it was the first season. Um, but yeah, he he worked with J.J. Abrams before, and they produced pretty good content with that one ep- uh, one two uh, episode arc. So I uh, imagine they could put out some good work. They are known for quality, so. Imagine Quentin Tarantino writing what J.J. Abrams is directing. That would be cool because I like J.J. Abrams' uh, visual eye and then Quentin Tarantino's uh, dialogue. So that would be sweet. But, man, J.J. Abrams, he's busy as hell. He's revitalized Star Trek, revitalized Star Wars. <laughs> he's got like he got to he has to bounce back and forth uh the two major geek franchises. Yeah. So. Can't wait, man. Uh, hopefully <laughs> Samuel man. Jackson is going to be there. <laughs> I am the one. He is the last Jedi. <laughs> Sorry, Ron. He's he's been in the trailers oh, lately. Dude, if it was Mace Windu that is the last Jedi, that would be amazing. <laughs> There you go. Now, obviously, we have and a purple, that purple saber just saber. sparks up in a dark room. Oh my god! Oh, you would, I would, you I would hype out big time, dude. <laughs> well, can you believe it? It's next week, oh, guys. So, are you ready? I'm ready, guys. I made it without seeing one piece of the trailer. Um, no I'm toys. excited about <laughs> it. No toys, no nothing. I'm proud of you. Just, Not even hello, poster, right? just the stupid porgs. Porgs. <laughs> recall, right? you, saw, you saw the porgs? Uh-huh. They're the everywhere, porgs? dude. <laughs> porgs are everywhere. So, so you couldn't avoid the porgs? No, no. Uh, okay. Well, Somebody at work showed me a screensaver on their phone and it was a yeah. porg. Uh, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> you're like, spoiler, bro. <laughs> no, because I already know about them. But uh, yeah. So right. this all is going right. to be good. This is going to be real good. It's going to be real good. It's the longest Star Wars of all of them, apparently. Of any of the Star Ooh, Wars. Better pee so, before the movie, guys. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And maybe get some coffee or whatever, because it's... Like, what time are we watching? So, that'll make you pee more, by the uh, way. Uh, <laughs> coffee? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's true that. Yeah. So we're all going right, to man. All right. Good. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get some house cleaning out of the way. Uh, please like us on our Facebook page that Mondo keeps and operates. Which um, is You... Okay, thank you, James, and uh, that I've never seen. <laughs> and uh, you can give us some show feedback. If you don't want us talking about Fang Fang Foom or Porgs, let me know. Give me I'm that on up. Team Porgs, man. Don't hate. <laughs> give me that feedback. Uh, that You can send that at easyoperationsqa at gmail.com. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. We always read it on the show. We always try to respond to it and take it into consideration. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Anything else you guys want to add? Uh, you know, wishing everybody well. Those affected by the fires here in California, uh, I know a couple of houses have caught on fire. And uh, you know what? Uh, California's strong. I don't know. Everybody says something. You know, something strong. So I don't know. I don't have a hashtag, but just wishing the uh, best <laughs> for the people affected due to the fires out here at this moment. So uh, you know, just wish them the best. Hopefully, uh, we can contain the fires. And yeah, and moving forward, uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Good night.